1000 rate 1000 rate song song Good afternoon and welcome to Top 1000 Radio. This is song battle number 13. I think I said Top 100 Radio yesterday, so I uh, underestimated myself by 900. So we'll try not to do that from here on in. This is Top 1000 Radio. And what we do here is we are creating a playlist the ultimate 1000 song playlist no skips that's our motto we want a playlist that you're not going to get bored of you're not going to skip and to do that we have to do some sort of subjective methodology in order to uh, curate if that if i'm still allowed to use that word uh, songs that that these are songs that i like but they're songs that a lot of people like okay um, some of them are obscure, but even the obscure ones have have quite quite a large audience. And uh, so, if if you're looking for a reason why you should care, uh, there are some some songs on here you may not have heard of, and some songs you may not remember. And this will inspire you to make your own list. Okay, you can use my method. Open up an Excel spreadsheet. Just just brute force a thousand songs in there however you think you can all right copy and paste them whatever and then look at the aftermath all right you're going to see that there's a lot of stuff you left off that you want on there and just use my method take five songs at a time you know use a random number generator to uh you know they got the 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 numbers on the left hand side of the excel spreadsheet right and you'll start in your random number generator put a one and then put a one thousand hit that button and just do that five times until you have five songs. You know, go through there, find that number, find the song, write it down. Now you got five songs to rank. You put it through whatever process. I, I make myself a, a Spotify playlist of five songs. I listen to them for about a 24-hour period. All right. Sometimes I listen to it two, three, four, five times through just to get, you know, a, a, a handle on where they stack up against each other. All right. And then I, I put up polls on Instagram. I put up polls on at another place. Uh, you can do it however you want to. If you've got a large Twitter following, do that. If you've got a large Instagram following, do that. Facebook, they, I think that's still a thing. Um, you know, do, do whatever you think uh, is, is proper for you to come to some sort of decision about how you rank them. Okay? But you're going to rank them. Give the top one a five, you know, five points. Second place, four points, so on, all the way down to one. Take that one pointer and kick it off. You know, pick three, make yourself a challenger list. You know, open up a second Excel spreadsheet. All right. And just start listing the artists that you forgot to put on your original list. All right. It's going to probably be several dozen artists. And, uh, I like to put a little number next to their names showing that that's how many songs of theirs that I'm going to allow to put on my, my playlist that can change as well. Um, but you know, you do the random number generator, you pick three, three bands, do some polls on that one, or just rank them yourself. You know, you, which one do I want to replace the, the loser, you know, that kind of thing. And then pick a song that, that you think, um, would, would be the best song from of theirs to replace it. 
Okay, that's the methodology here, right? And it's a it's an ongoing process. It never has to stop. It's something that you can keep doing, you know, until you have a fresh playlist that that you you'll never get bored of. Okay, that's the reason why we're doing this to discover new music, to rediscover music, to inspire each other, to uh, to find new music, and to uh, you know kind of codify what what your favorite you know, songs are. All right. Okay, so uh, we're going to get into the song facts now, or the song notes, I should call it. There's a website called Song Facts. I don't want to hone in on their deal. We'll call these song notes. Um, and we'll get into those right now, and then we'll, we'll get to our ranking. Oh, and I'd be remiss if I didn't uh, point out that there is yet another song in this list that has inaccurate song facts. Okay, see if you can figure out. I haven't heard from anybody. Maybe it's Friday night, people were busy, but I haven't heard anybody about uh, last episode's inaccurate song fact. So uh, you guys check that out. Let me know which one you think is incorrect. My email is chris.naren at gmail.com. You can hit me up at Insta- Instagram. Uh, you can hit me up at, uh, at Naren Chris on Twitter and let me know which. Uh, th- these are really subtle. It's going to be hard to. You know, if you're not paying close attention, uh, you, you'll you miss which ones are inaccurate. So uh, give it a good, careful listen this time. All right, here we go. Song Facts. Born on the Bayou from the 1969 album Bio Country. The B-side of the single Proud Mary. It reached number two on the charts. From Info Galactic, songwriter John Fogarty set the song in the South, despite neither having lived nor widely traveled there. He commented, Born on the Bayou was vaguely like Porterville, about a mythical childhood and a heat-filled time the 4th of July. I put it in the swamp where, of course, I had never lived. It was late, and I was writing, and I was trying to be a pure writer, no guitar in hand visualizing and looking at the bare walls of my apartment. Tiny apartments have wonderful bare walls, especially when you can't afford to put anything on them. Chasing down a hoodoo. Hoodoo is a magical, mystical, spiritual, non-defined apparition like a ghost or a shadow. Not necessarily evil, but certainly otherworldly. I was getting some of that imagery from Howlin' Wolf and Muddy Waters. What's This Life For? from the 1997 debut album My Own Prison by Creed. This was Creed's first number one hit and it remained on top of the charts for six weeks. According to the website Song Facts, Mark Tremonti, the guitarist, said, It's a song about suicide and kids searching for the meaning of life. It's tough sometimes for kids in high school, junior high, to go through a lot of the depression he went through that led him to commit suicide. So I wrote about that. It's the only Creed song to use profanity.
Tenderness on the Block by Warren Zavon from the 1978 album Excitable Boy, the same album as Werewolves of London and Roland the Headless Thompson Gunner, co-written by Jackson Brown, one of two ballads on the album, recorded at the Sound Factory in Los Angeles where artists from Marvin Gaye to Dolly Parton to the Red Hot Chili Peppers have recorded. Change of Heart by Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers off their 1983 and fifth album, Long After Dark, peaked at number 21 on the charts. The B-side, Heartbreakers Beach Party, was never released until their live at the Fillmore album in 1997. From Infogalactic, Petty was inspired to write Change of Heart based on the moves 1972 Do Ya, a song written by Jeff Lynne that was originally recorded by The Move. It became a hit for the Electric Light Orchestra in 1977. ELO, led by Lynn, was originally a side project of the move. Petty was very inspired by the way Jeff Lynn had used chords on the track and wanted to use the same crunchy guitar riff that was used on Do Ya. Steal Away the Night by Ozzy Osbourne off his debut solo album Blizzard of Oz in 1980. The 1994 movie Dumb and Dumber was loosely based on the lyrics of the song. Steal Away refers to Harry and Lloyd stealing the money meant for Harry's husband's ransom. Love Will Flow Like Wine Tonight was slightly altered to Beer Will Flow Like Wine in the movie. And there you have it. Okay, so let's get on to the scoring here. Uh, Born on the Bayou, What's This Life For, Tendence on the Block, Change of Heart, Steal Away. Uh, the Instagram seemed to really like What's This Life For by Creed and uh, Change of Heart by Tom Petty. Uh, the, and then at the other place, Born on the Bayou and... Tenderness on the Block did surprisingly well there. It was good to see. All right, so here's how I'm going to come down on it. All right, I'm going to give my second place to Steal Away the Night by Ozzy Osbourne. Um, it didn't do well on either of the polls. Well, it was only on one poll. I left it off of the Instagram poll because I knew I wasn't going to kick that one out. Um, Steal Away is one of my favorite Ozzy songs because of the way the way it comes out of uh, Revelation Mother Earth. You know, Revelation Mother Earth, if you're not familiar with it, is this just unbelievably epic uh, track on Blizzard of Oz where Randy Rhodes is in rare form, and that's saying something for Randy Rhodes, one of the greatest guitar players of all time. And um, and just the way it, it you know comes out of that, it's just a perfect transition. And it's just a really banging, rocking song. And um, so I'm going to keep that one for sure. It's going to be my second place. 
Third place with three points is going to be Change of Heart, Tom Petty. Uh, again, a classic Petty song, one of their top hits. Uh, probably one of their lesser known of their top hits, though, to be honest. But uh, when you hear it, it, you know, if you grew up listening to uh, rock radio, then you'll immediately uh, recognize that song. And uh, second place, I'm going to go with two points. I'm going to go with What's This Life For by Creed. Um, that was, you know, has always been one of my favorite Creed songs. When I when I do put them on my playlist, that's usually the one that, that stays. Okay, I know it's not very popular amongst people in my generation to like Creed at all. Um, they're almost seen as like another Nickelback, but I never really was in the Nickelback. I don't particularly have anything, you know, against Nickelback. I know people make fun of them. Um, I'm more, you know, if I only allow myself to have one band that I despise. Okay. And it used to be super tramp, but I made my peace with super tramp. I can't remember why they're one of their songs might even end up on the, on the list. Who knows? But I know a lot of you boomer types and older gen X types really like super tramp. So give me a break. I like them. I'm, I like them. Okay. I don't despise them anymore. Okay. Um, I save that for Coldplay. I just, I can't stand Coldplay. Okay, it, it, I, I, I compare Coldplay to, it's like, oh, if those of you don't live in California, and by the way, let me give a shout out to our listeners in Guam and Australia. I keep forgetting to do that. Um, you know, we're thinking about you guys out there. Uh, thanks for listening, and we appreciate it. Uh, let me know, you know, what's going on in Guam and Australia. I'm sure in Australia something is trying to eat somebody. So, uh, but I'm glad you guys are listening out there. But anyway... Um, if you're not from Southern California or, you know, in the Western United States where we have this this um, fast food chain called In-N-Out Burger, right? And In-N-Out Burgers, you know, it's the it's the best burger. I, I don't care, you know, whatever people in Texas say it's Whataburger. Uh, I've heard people say Fat Burger, uh, Three Brothers or Five Brothers or Five Guys or whatever it's named. Um, no, it's in in and outs the best, but they had the, you know, they, they had the grilled onions, you know, that you can get on the, on the burger and, um, it has that smell. You smell the burger and then sometimes you're around a person and you're like, you smell like, Ooh, in, who's got in and out. And then you realize it's that person's body odor. Okay. And then you're super grossed out because like at first you were like kind of, Ooh, yummy. And then, then you realize, Oh, gross. Um, that's kind of how Coldplay is for me. They're, they're like the in and out bo of of music. It's because I'll hear a, a, a Coldplay song start and I'll think, oh, is this a, a new U two song? And then it'll be Coldplay and I'll be like, oh, gross. So I don't know if that you know hits with anyone else, but that's the way I you know I see it. So if you like Coldplay, great, congratulations. All right, so it's down to our uh, our first place and our last place, and again. Absolutely zero drama on this one. Born on the Bayou is going to uh, run away with it. It's going to be the winner. Um, one of the absolute great CCR songs. And and Credence is right up there at the very top. I mean, they are, if not my favorite band, they're, they're right there. Okay. I mean, I can... I can vacillate between who's my favorite band and Credence will often be the band at the time I'm going to say is my favorite. So, and, um, never, obviously I never got to see them live. I, you know, I, I was a tiny child when they, when they broke up, but, uh, uh, I did get to see John Fogarty a few years ago, 
perform in, in Vegas and it was fantastic. Not for, I mean, for no other reason than he had one of my favorite drummers, Kenny Aronoff, um, behind the, behind the kit. Uh, he, if you don't know, he was the drummer for John Mellencamp for many years and he, and he's been a studio drummer on a lot of stuff. He's, he's one of those great hired hand type drummers. He's been, he's even been on a striper record, which blows me away. But, uh, but, uh, Fogarty's son was there playing guitar and he absolutely shreds. And you can tell that he and his dad push each other. Cause I, I didn't know John, John Fogarty could shred like that. And, and he did. And it was just a, it was just an amazing show. And the dude is, he's, he's got his fastball all day long. I mean, he's got all his pitches still. And, um, and so, um, yeah, you just I for me, you know, there's a few things that might equal hearing John Fogarty play those songs live, um, but very very few things, if anything, will can surpass that. All right, well, and that leaves our our poor boy Warren Zavon losing another spot. Tenderness on the block is no longer on the block. Well, it was on the chopping block and it got chopped, so it's gone. And we are going to replace that with now. Here's here's a big one. I mean this this should be. I, I mean you guys have got to. Uh, you can't disappoint me on this, okay? Because the three bands up for replacing tenderness on the block are ACDC, Talking Heads, and Survivor. All right, you know what the right thing is to do, okay? Don't. Make me come on here next episode and have to lecture you people for having done the wrong thing, okay? I'm going to say it again. ACDC, Talking Heads or Survivor, okay? Do the right thing. All right, now let's uh, talk about tomorrow's... Oh, did we... Oh, yeah, the yesterday's uh, Challenger poll uh, to... Uh, Replace changes by Black Sabbath. We had Ario Speedwagon. They came in with four points. Uh, split, same between both poles. Suicidal Tendencies came in with five points. Big showing on the Instagram poll. Um, and then Bruce Springsteen E-Stream Band with four points. So Rio Speedwagon and Springsteen both with four points. And our winner is Suicidal Tendencies. I'm a little bit surprised, pleasantly surprised, okay? And they are going to replace changes by Black Sabbath, and we're going to throw, obviously, institutionalized in there. All right? Now, yesterday I forgot to uh, preview the five songs for the next episode, and I'm not going to forget to do that today. All right, so on our next episode, not only are we going to be replacing uh, Tenderness on the Block with either ACDC... Talking Heads or Survivor, uh, we are going to be ranking The Day That Never Comes by Metallica, Midnight Rambler by The Rolling Stones, Tomb of Gilgamesh by Tourniquet, Come On Rock by Striper, and Watch Your Name by Leonard Skinner. Okay. All right. And again, thanks for listening, those of you who, uh, who have been tuning in, and especially those of you who are out there, you know, overseas, and uh, across the the fruited plain, as as my boy Rush used to say, uh, we will talk to you guys next episode. Have a good one.
pack got withdrawn, you just don't ever get the point, do you? It ain't dying I'm talking about, it's living. <laughs>